Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to talk about expectations. It's a great topic to talk about, and I want to talk about five signs that you might need to recognize, that you might need to heed to, that are going to show you that you have to really check, you have to review your expectations and maybe either increase them or taper them back or even just to make them more realistic. I mean, quite often, I've got myself built up for a good movie. I love comic book movies. I grew up as a comic nerd, and so when Marvel and DC movies come out, and I've had to learn to really taper back those expectations because I can go in so hyped up. I'll give an example. As a kid, as a little boy, Green Lantern, my all-time favorite, favorite comic book hero. And when the movie came out, I went and bought 3D tickets. My son and I went and we walked away and we, we were so angry, so disappointed at how bad it was. Why was it so bad? Well, first of all, let's admit it was a bad movie. But second law, secondly, we were so much more disappointed than the average viewer because of what had been built up in my head and how I raised my son to love Green Lantern. And so to walk out, we were just so let down because of how high of expectations we had and how low that the, the, the reality was. And so when it comes to expectations, this is something that I really want you to get a hold of. I want you to understand if you see any one of these five present that I bring up today, it's going to tell you, you need to really review your expectations when it comes to your marriage. So here we go. Number one, here's a great place to start. If you are expecting perfection, if you're a perfectionist, then you really need to review your expectations. Now, let's be real. There's nothing wrong with holding yourself and your spouse to a high standard, but that also has to be kind of tempered with a dose of reality. Because when you let your expectations become absolutely impossible to meet, what you're doing is you're setting up your marriage for disappointment and frustration. In fact, what you also set your spouse up is constant discouragement. You're going to make them feel discouraged all of the time because the, the reality is how can they ever measure up? In fact, I've had spouses look at me in, in, in front of their partner and say, why even try? Because I'm never going to measure up. And so if you are chasing after perfection, you're automatically setting yourself and your spouse up for that disappointment and constant frustration. You're going to have that presence of discouragement that, that's there all of the time. And so one of the things I would challenge you to do is this, is focus on empathy, grace, and understanding when it comes to yourself and your spouse. Well, this is what I saw in my parents' marriage. Well, you know what? You don't have your parents' marriage. You didn't marry your parents. You married your spouse. And you have a particular and very peculiar makeup to your relationship that really helps. It's got to help you understand that your expectations might be what your parents had, but you need to figure out what do you need together. And that leads me toward number two. One of the second reason why you may need to really review your expectations is if you're striving to have the quote-unquote ideal relationship. You're comparing yourself to others. And I'll get back to what I just talked about. The idea that you're looking at somebody else and you're having their standard be your standard. I've had people um, in my counseling chamber talk to me about the idea of comparing themselves to people on social media. I've even had people talk about TV shows and movies. Well, I have a standard because of my show that I watch. I see how this couple works, and it seems like they're really healthy, for which I have to look at them and say, do you realize that there's a storyline, there's a director, there, there are actors? That's not reality. On top of that, that even if that was reality, that husband and wife that you're looking at, 
That's not you and your spouse. And so when you are constantly serving comparison, comparison will be the thief of of joy. It will rob you of any type of joy within your relationship. Now, let's be real. There are some universal traits that are present in all healthy relationships, but there is not a single model of the perfect marriage. And so we have to get ourselves off of, of social media in the sense of looking at what other people are doing and feeling like that's the standard. What you're seeing on social media is nothing more than people's highlight reels. You're not getting the full picture. And so you need to let go of the expectation that you and your spouse need to do this and that in a specific way because other spouses do it that way. Instead, put your energy into finding what works for you and your spouse. What works for your marriage and, and the makeup that you have and the particular backgrounds that you have, the talents, the abilities, and personalities, and you figure out what is going to work for the both of you. Why, how else do you know if you need to review your expectations? If you're constantly critical, if you're constantly disappointed, or you're constantly resentful. Because if your expectations are way too high, I'm just going to tell you, most likely your expectations aren't being met. And what that will do, it's going to leave you in this constant state of disappointment. And ultimately, it's going to have this negative effect in the relationship. As Phil Collins sang about back in the 80s, there's something in the air tonight. If you've ever listened to that song, I love that song. I love Phil Collins. But that become that will become the theme song of your marriage because you're going to walk in the door and you're going to feel something in the air. And that air is disappointment. It's resentment. And it sucks the passion and joy out of the relationship. And so what this negativity does, it will just constantly bleed into every area of your relationship and it will leave your spouse constantly feeling underappreciated and completely inadequate. Why try? We said that before. I want to just hammer that down. They're just going to feel inadequate to ever be exactly what you need to be and they will feel like a disappointment. Now, let's be real. Our spouses can disappoint us. That's reality. They're human. But there's a difference between... I've disappointed my spouse and I feel like I am a disappointment. And this is setting up your spouse to be the latter, where your spouse just feels like an absolute disappointment. And so my question to you is not what adjustments can your spouse make, but I'm asking what adjustments can you make within yourself that would help your partner meet the needs and even the expectations that have been set in the relationship? How else do you know if you need to really kind of re-engage and re-establish your expectations? Number four, if you're relying on your spouse to make you happy. Now, I think it's true that your spouse uh, does fulfill a lot of our needs and does contribute to our happiness. Let's be real. There's things that my wife does that makes me happy and vice versa, things that I do that make her happy. But it's not on our spouse to be the sole fulfillment of our joy. I honestly, I believe that's found in Christ. Our ultimate joy is found in Christ. But for some reason, we put our ultimate happiness solely on the shoulders of our spouse. And I think it's unfair to make them play that role. Because if you put yourself into that position, you would be broken underneath that weight. And so you have to find some sense of contentment and satisfaction when it comes to yourself. And you've got to, one of the ways to really navigate that is to make sure that your marriage relationships uh, expectations are there at a healthy level and are really um, put out there in a very healthy way. You want to make sure that what you are putting out there in terms of your expectations are very realistic, that you have clearly communicated them. And not only have you communicated them, you have developed healthy expectations for them to be able to grasp them and to go after them. 
Listen, expectations are like goals. You set them in a place for which you can grow toward them and you can actually reach them at some point. But if your expectations are so high that they're never going to be reached, then congratulations, you're setting your marriage up for disaster. Well, Dave, I don't want to make them so low that we can just simply achieve them. All right, here's my question. Why wouldn't you want to make them achievable? And if they're not achievable, then you're going to be in a place where you're just in constant disappointment. But let's then go to the opposite end of the spectrum. How do you know that you need to manage or remanage your expectations? Lastly, number five, it's maybe perhaps you're not expecting enough. The first four that we brought up are four that really were focused on the idea of too high of expectations. But let's be real that when it comes to expectations, if they are too low, then that can be just as problematic. They can be extremely problematic because it not only sets you up for constant disaster, but your marriage never grows forward. You never improve yourselves. And together as a couple, you never, ever get yourself into a healthy place. And so you got to get to the place where you are you're laying out good expectations. You're having good standards because if they're not high enough, then you stay where you're at. You stay in immaturity. Your communication stays toxic. Your your um, conflict resolution never resolves anything whatsoever. Your roles constantly frustrate each other and you constantly live in this state of just blah for which one or the both of you just call it in quits. And so it's fantastic to lay out here are our, our expectations and to review them at times and to see should these things be navigated uh, differently? Should we uh, work on these harder? Should we lower the expectations to make things reachable? And if we've reached some expectations, how can we now together communicate and raise the next level to cause us to continue to get healthier and to grow further together as a relationship? I'm here to say this, in a healthy marriage, you and your, bar and your partner both need to invest energy into meeting each other's needs. You have to learn to work together through issues and grow together. And one of the ways that we do that is making sure that whatever season we're going into, that we lay out good, healthy expectations that are more than just attainable. They are there for the health and vitality of the individuals as well as the marriage itself. I love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. Ask yourself some good questions this week with your marriage. Talk with each other about expectations. And if you have those that are too high, then navigate and begin to pare those things down. And perhaps if you've got some expectations that are not high enough, this is the place to have a good conversation and begin to raise them up to levels that will cause your marriage to thrive. Have a great, great week. We'll see you next Monday.